welcome to the Nerd Party. Welcome back to Throwback Paperback. I'm one of your hosts, Asia Bonilla. And I'm your other host, Charles Sheeland. It's time for us to finish the second book in Ali Condi's Match Trilogy. So today we're finishing up Crossed, which, if you're me, just means we finished the blue one today. And for anyone who is new to our show, we're a podcast on the Nerd Party Network. We're best friends, and we read and reread young adult books from our adolescence and share them with each other. And I picked out this series, but it had also been suggested by a listener. And Charles had been aware of them, but had never read them. So as the newcomer, he will go ahead and summarize the plot. So we have Kasha and Kai reunited, and their crew is making their way through the carving. They're all keeping secrets from each other. And most importantly, Kai is hiding the fact that he doesn't want to go to the Rising, primarily because he hates them for abandoning his village. And secondarily, because Xander is a part of it. It comes to an impasse when Kasha finds out that Kai hates the Rising, and the group has to decide where it wants to go next. Eli decides to become a farmer, Kasha and Indy join the Rising, and then Kai does as well. However, the Rising assigns them all to different places, so they're separated again, and that's where we left off. So, for me, my impression was, I like the plot device of there being conflict between Kasha and Kai, Not that I want there to be conflict in their relationship, but it's good for their relationship to be challenged and to grow. I do not, however, love the idea of a love triangle coming back into play. As we know, I hate love triangles. And furthermore, I have a theory or at least a premonition about the end of the series, but I just made me kind of want to keep reading. I'll talk more about it at the end. And I was annoyed that the whole book was about them finding each other only for them to be separated again, but I guess... You know, got to have that young adult trilogy effect, so. Yeah, I would say my impression also was finishing the book. I was also annoyed that they get separated at the end, even though that was like the whole basis of the plot was finding each other for them to be separated at the end of the book. But, you know, we have one more book to go, so obviously there still has to be ongoing conflict. But, yes, I am also really enjoying it. I really am enjoying Kai and Kasha's relationship, but yes, I am also like not looking forward to if there's going to be a return of the love triangle and Kasha possibly re-entertaining a relationship with Xander because I just, again, like <laughs> we're just kind of, we're not interested in love triangle tropes anymore, I feel like, as adults. So yeah, it does just kind of get old, but we'll get more into that later in the episode. Love triangles are terrible as adults. Have you ever been in a romantic love triangle as an adult, like in real life? It's awful. So, no matter who you are. I have not, but I can imagine that it would not be fun. I think in either situation, whether it was you trying to choose between two people or you were one of the people being chosen between, I think in general it's just not, it's not a good look. It's not, doesn't seem like it would be enjoyable. As someone who's had to do both, I can fully say they're terrible. Oh my gosh, Charles really is the main character living through these love triangles in real life. (laughs) I mean, you've literally witnessed my life through love triangles. But anyway, let's dive into this plot. Uh, Indy, she finds one of Xander's blue pill slips, and it says that he has a secret that he will tell Kasha, and somehow Kai already knows what the secret is. And this just left me personally with a bunch of questions. 
first of all, starting with how does Kai know Xander's secret? But Kasha doesn't when Kasha's supposed to be Xander's best friend, but you know, whatever. And also on top of that, why did Xander put that he has a secret on these little scraps of paper to tell Kasha? Like, that's so horrible. Like, why would you tell someone I have a secret, but like, you're not there to tell them like that just seems really weird. And again, it doesn't make me like Xander. I feel like he's just trying to get attention from her in any way he can. You know what I mean? Which, I mean, when we find out what the secret is, I guess that's not necessarily what he was trying to do. But it still just feels like, why couldn't he have just told her the secret the next time he saw her? Like, why did he have to bait her like that? But, yeah, so obviously at this point, you know, what is Xander hiding? What could a secret possibly be? And, you know, trying in this moment, trying to make predictions. Last episode, Charles kind of made a theory that what if Xander is evil and he's going to turn about to, like, want to, like, hate Cash and want to kill her. And so I was like, maybe that's what it is. And, or I was like, maybe he's the one who put Kai in the matching pool. Cause again, that's a mystery that we have ongoing in the series because maybe he thought Kai could possibly be a better match for Kasha and he just had it over sure. That seems far fetched, but you know, I'm just throwing some ideas out there on the table. Also, I said, I don't think that would really make sense because since Kai knows this info, like, and to our understanding, Kai doesn't know who put him in the matching pool, so that doesn't really make sense. Yeah, I don't think I said that Xander was evil. I said that he could be evil for having given her the blue tablets, and he could turn evil because he was scorned. But we'll see. Well, yeah, that, that's that's what I meant. I meant, like, I was referencing your theory from last time that it's like, maybe that's his secret, that he's like, actually, I hate you, Kesha, <laughs> because I'm a scorned person now. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think it had something to do with... It's his villain origin story. Yeah. I don't think it's going to have anything to do with the matching. Because... Like I mentioned during match, I do think Xander is less of a square than he is. Like, he has broken rules. He's helped Kasha break rules, too. So, it wasn't out of character for him to have a secret. But, yeah... I think that you're right. It doesn't have anything to do with the matching because, like you said, Kai wouldn't know about that then. Well, so as we kept reading, I just continued to try to come up with theories, which none of these turned out to be right. But, you know, might as well just share them because, (laughs) you know, this was my thought process. So later on, I started thinking that maybe the secret was medical in some way. And that's what Indy suspects about it because she's the one who actually reads the paper first and finds out that Xander has a secret. And... And we know that Xander, like, part of his jobs that he's been doing has been medical. And Kai says that Kasha learned about Xander being immune to the red tablet, but she didn't learn his other secret. And so I was like, what if he's just immune to all the tablets? Which that's something I've just been thinking that hasn't really been confirmed. Like, if you're immune to one of the tablets, can you be immune to all of them? Or is it, like, only specific tablets? Like, kind of like how in Divergent, like, when you were Divergent, you were kind of immune to pretty much all the serums. Except maybe, like, no, you were, like, immune to all the serums. Like, so I was just, that's something I was wondering. But, like, Charles says, Kai worries that this info will change Cash's mind about Xander and possibly even how she feels about Kai. And this is when I was like, well, if it has to do with the red tablet, it could have something to do with 
Xander not forgetting something, like maybe he witnessed something, and since everyone else took the red tablets, only he's the one who remembers, and maybe had something to do with Kai, and like, what if Kai did something like bad, and Xander saw it, but everyone else forgot because they took the red tablet, but then I was like, well, maybe it has something to do with Xander and Kai, if it's going to change how Kasha feels about the both of them. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, for me, I think the fact that it's going to change how Kasha feels about Kai it has to mean one of two things. Either Kai did something wrong or Xander did something good. One of those two things, or both, would have to happen that would change the Kasha-Kai dynamic that we have. And since we've read Kai's thoughts, and he's so devoted to Kasha, we know he hasn't done anything to betray her. Or at least, we don't think that, and he would be like burying that fact from his mind because he's very open in his thoughts about how he wants different things than Kasha in terms of the rising. So what's most likely is that Xander did something good that's going to endear him to Kasha. And in a second, we'll find out that that's true. But that's me skipping ahead, so. Yeah, which I guess for me, I had more theorized that it was Kai doing something bad because I guess I was just like, I don't know, even when it turns out to be, I didn't think it was like, I still like Kai better, but I guess, you know, I'm very strong Team Kai over here. But going back to me, you know, being very focused on the whole red pill and forgetting memories thing, I did do some sleuthing, and I think that Kasha is not red pill immune, which, hear me out for this, but Kai says that Matthew Markham, which he's the only young person to die in society in the society that Kasha remembers which again that's Kai's cousin the one who was murdered by an anomaly and so because he says this like thinks this that this is the only one that Kasha remembers I would assume that means that other people might have died and that Kasha then likely is not immune to the red pill because she wouldn't remember because she took the red pill and and lost her memories of it so I feel like with that, to me, that will make sense that she isn't. And Matthew was the only situation, it seems, where the society let the citizens remember, probably as a way to, you know, remind them that anomalies are bad, and this is why we have to separate them from society, and also because since they allowed Kai to join, people would remember why they allowed that to happen. Yeah, that sounds like good logic to me. I totally buy that. And I, I really actually like the idea that Kasha isn't special. That, she, that she's not immune in that way. She might be special in other ways, but I kind of like that she's our main, main character, but that maybe she doesn't have, you know, she's not, like, the chosen one, you know? Like, I mean, if she's immune, clearly being immune is not that uncommon. We've already met a bunch of characters that are, but I like your logic, and I like that for the plot as well, if she is, in fact not immune. Which I will say the immunity to the red pill, I feel like the like characters that we've, the main characters that we know are immune to the red pill, like Xander, Kai, Indy, like I feel like they do have something in common that Kasha hasn't had, or I guess she's just been like been in the dark at this moment, which I'll, I'll maybe talk about that more once we get to the reveal of like what Xander's secret is, because I don't want to spoil it before we get there. But moving on, while all of this is happening, we do have a conflict bubbling up that Kai does not want to join the Rising, and Kasha and Indy really do. So we know why 
the two of them want to. Why is Kai so adamant against it? Do you want to take a second and explain it to our listeners, Asia? Because, like, if you didn't read along, why is Kai so resistant to joining the Rising? So I will explain this, but to be honest, I am going to have a little bit of a bias because I don't, I understand his logic, but I don't necessarily agree with it. I think it's a little bit too extreme based on their circumstances, which basically Kai is distrustful of the rising because his father's involvement with them is literally the reason why his entire community and his family was killed. But I think at this point, for where Kai, Cash, or where they are, they kind of don't have a choice to me because they need to seek help from somewhere now that they're essentially outlaws in the eyes of the society. And yes, like, there's the option they can become farmers, but it does kind of feel like if you, like, I don't know, to me that just seems, well, also, again, we know this is a book series that has ongoing conflict, so they're not just going to go run away and be farmers and, like, live their lives happily ever after. So to me, like, that's not even a plausible, like, plot point. But also it's just, like, I feel like, it's clear that they disagree with things, so why would they not want to fight back? Yeah, I, I, I agree. I mean, it does. It does feel like just becoming farmers is. It's not a possible plot point. It seems really boring, and it seems like the farmers are eventually going to die off anyway between the conflict between the rising and the society. And since they do, like Kai does think that the society is wrong to act the way they do I feel like you could choose to do something to fix it rather than just be passive and Kasha does actually start to catch on she can tell that Kai isn't excited about going to the rising now if they were mature adults they would just vocalize this and discuss it because once they do discuss it they come to a really good resolution they really solve it but because they're teenagers they wait for it to come out in unwilling circumstances and then have to deal with it afterwards. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it was just interesting to me because like, I do like understand where Kai's coming from for him, like being hesitant to join the rising. Cause I do think that they shouldn't trust them. I feel like it's just another organization and who's to know that they're not corrupt. But I mean, and that's the same thing for if they join the farmers, I feel like they should be proceeding with caution but I am curious, like, too, because, like, how this has been described, like, it feels like, you know, it's, like, the different provinces, like, how large is this actually, like, is that, like, a country, basically, like, what about the rest of the world? Because also, like, what is the establishment of, like, this dystopian society, like, how did the society get set up? Like, are these the last people on Earth? Is, like, this section of the world? This is little things I've been thinking of that I'm sure we won't get answers to, but I was just wondering, because, yeah, when it's, like, your only options are become a farmer where like Charles said, you'll probably die out because basically the society is attacking you and you're running out of crops and you have nowhere to go or, you know, drying the rising where you can fight back against society. You don't believe in. I feel like you would choose the rebellion. Like, I guess unless you like really don't mind, like just doing nothing, but yeah, I, I, I do take Kai's point. It's just not really good enough because he's already decided to be anti-society. So Yeah, which it feels... makes sense because he doesn't have a chance to make it into the society. He's an aberration. He really has no way of, like, progressing his life there. So it makes sense why you wouldn't want to be a part of that. But then to me, like, I think your next best option would be the rising. Like, yes, that may have been what got your parents killed, but what got your parents killed... 
was because they didn't fully join the rising. They were in the rising, like, within the society. Yeah. No, I, that's what I'm saying. I think that it's, you've, since he's already declared to be anti-society, you're just going to be in no man's land unless you join the rising, which can protect you. But anyway. We'll yeah. Go. We'll discuss further. So, yeah, then after this, we have, you know, just reveal after reveal after reveal. Yeah, so, like, within two chapters, we find out, as we mentioned, Indy is immune, and she's in love with Xander because he's hot and a citizen. And Xander is in The Rising, which is the secret, and Kai and Indy both know, but they still don't tell Kasha. And then Kasha sees Kai burning a map, which would lead them to The Rising, which then leads to a fight in which Kai outright says that he doesn't want to join the Rising to Kasha. Which, I've just got to say, Xander being a part of the Rising was definitely a surprise and honestly an excellent reveal for the series. Also, the fact that, like, Indy finds out this information, she looks at him and she's like, I'm in love with him. You never met this man, don't know anything about him besides he's in the Rising and he looks good. But, okay, Indy, you do you. (laughs) But... To me, it all makes sense now. Like, Charles was saying, like, it seemed like there was more to Xander, how he was, like, willing to, like, bend the rules only to, like, a certain point. Like, it just, to me, like, does make a little bit sense, except for why did he give Kasha the blue tablets? Because, like we said, it's literally poison, which was, like, did he know this? Like, was he aware of this, and did he want to kill her because she doesn't belong in the Rising, or he wanted to, like, spare her, almost, like, from having to suffer? Like, it... To me, that's obviously a huge question because I do think, like, it would be a little bit too easy to say, like, Xander didn't know. Like, especially because he's been a part of the Rising for, like, a little bit. Like, it hasn't been like he had just joined. Like, I feel like it made it seem like he had been for, like, a little bit. So, like, I feel like you get more information, but maybe not. But also then, what is Xander's motivation for being a part of the Rising? Because we hear from Indy, who has been, you know, turned away from the society. Kai, I mean, who doesn't necessarily want to join the Rising, but who's been turned away from the society. And Kasha, where she wants to join this, join the Rising basically because of what has happened to Kai and, like, how that has kind of made her realize everything wrong with the society and the poems that her grandfather gave her, all these different things. I'm very curious to hear, like, why did Xander decide? Like, did he just inherently decide that it just seems like everything they do is wrong and he doesn't agree with it? Or, like, was there something that affected him? Like, could it have also been Kai? That, like, he sees how, like, what happened to Kai and he's like, I don't agree with that? I'm just curious to get, like, Xander an explanation from him as to, like, why he was so excited to join the Rising. Yeah, I didn't foresee him being in the Rising either, but I do think it's, a like you said, it's a good reveal because there were hints of him not being fully in conformity. And, like, I wrote down in my notes, I was like, I mean, I feel like Xander was a little rebellion curious the whole time. And it also makes sense as to what we were discussing for, like, why Kai would think it could change his and Cash's relationship. Because maybe she can be with Xander fully in society, but she can be with him on the rising in the side. Like, because he's part of the Rising, they wouldn't have any secrets from each other. So, that's the option. So, that would be a fear of Kai's. Now, with the tablets, that's still a mystery. Because, I agree with you. Him not knowing what the tablets do, not an acceptable answer at this point. Because, he works in a medical field. Like, he works in, like, a nurse distribution center or something like that. Plus... 
he's been a member of the Rising, so he should definitely know what the tablets do. And he already knows what the red one does. Like, there's just, it just, him not knowing what the blue one does is too big of a hole for me to accept, I think. Yeah, I 100% agree. And then this is when Kai again tells Kasha that he can't join the Rising. Like, that's the one thing he cannot do for her. Like, he doesn't agree with it. But it ends up being okay because the next day they have a heart-to-heart and they forgive each other. Kasha forgives Kai for betraying the Rising. Kai forgives Kasha for having to sort him and basically make a choice for him that he didn't get to choose. And then it partly become comes from Kai coming to the very mature realization that being with her is worth it and that what he should remember from his parents' death is he should hold on to the hope and hold on to the possibility and hold on what they were fighting for rather than the tragedy that befell them, which I think is really smart because he has no future in the societies we've discussed. And so by sort of hanging on to this antiquated vision of the past, he's only hurting himself, really. So I do think it is in his best interest at this point to join the Rising. Yes, I agree. I think also his hesitation also would make sense because his only involvement with the Rising, like, could have given him, like, PTSD. So, of course, he wants to, like, avoid it at all costs. He would want Kasha to avoid it at all costs because he loves her and he doesn't want to lose any more loved ones. But like I said, he's kind of out of options. So you kind of do have to make the mature, logical decision. And again, I said, I think that they should definitely proceed with caution and not just blindly trust these people. But again, I feel like this is your best option at the moment. Except that how they decide to get to the Rising because on their way, they like picked up a boat that could only fit two people. And it's decided that Kasha, Indy, and Kai all want to go to the Rising but only two people can fit in the boat. So Kasha and India are Kasha and Indy are going to go first on the boat and Kai is going to follow on foot along the river. So they're definitely going to be separated obviously because they're going to go much faster in the boat, which I was like red flag red flag wasn't the whole point to find each other, why are we separating? Also because I'll say Kasha literally like when they're like who's going to go in the boat? It's up to Kasha. Kai's like, I grabbed the boat for you. You pick. She says Eli can go on the boat with Indy because we know Indy for sure wants to go to the Rising. Like, that's been her lifelong dream, basically. And then Eli is the youngest. And then she's like, I'll go with Kai on foot because it will make sense. She wants to keep them together. Then Eli makes his own decision that he doesn't want to go to the Rising. He wants to go with the farmers, with Hunter. So they leave. So now it's just the three of them, which, like, I guess it does make sense, and it makes sense for Kai to want her to go because he wants to keep her safe. But I don't know. To me, I would have been like, let's just go on foot. Like, you know, we're marathon runners. We'll make it on our own. Like, Indy can go on her own with the boat. It's most important for her to make it. Yeah. I, or I mean, with a selfish option, would have been just dump Indy. Like. Well, I don't think that that would have been. I I don't think either of them would have done done that. that. I agree. But I. As I said in my impression, I felt like the whole first half of the book was, how are we going to reunite? How are we going to find each other? And then they so easily, like, so easily are just like, I'll see you in a couple days or forever. Yeah, it was, like, it was too easy. 
it was too easy for them to just separate again. Especially when, like, it wasn't necessary for them to separate. Because no. to me, it didn't seem like there had to be two people in the boat. It was two people can fit. I don't know. Again, when we think of, like, Bella and Edward, Peta and Katniss, like, I just don't imagine their characters being, like, if you had an option, my option would be, like, I'm staying with you no matter what. Like, you know, between Kasha or Kai. And mainly I put this on Kasha because it was, to me, it was more so her decision. And I knew, like, I feel like Kai was going to support whatever she wanted. And to me, in that moment, I feel like Kasha chose the rising, getting to the rising, over staying with Kai, which I did not like. Yeah. And just like at the beginning of the book, they get there and miss each other within, like, a couple days or a couple hours. It's, like, hard to tell. But, like, they barely miss each other again. I'm like, what was the point of this? Which, no, yeah, I, I, I I agree. I, again, I feel, I know Kasha wanted to join the Rising, but now she's separated from Kai, and, you know, wasn't that the whole point? And she ends up being assigned to Central to work for the Rising as a member of the Society, so, and then at the end of the book, it, like, says Kasha's going to meet somebody, and I definitely think it's going to be Xander, because it's also mentioned at the end that he was stationed in Central, so they're obviously in the same place. And Chloe's just going to meet him. So I don't know. To me, again, I go back to, to me, leaving Kai behind was her choosing the Rising over Kai, which to me, her whole motivation for wanting to join the Rising and everything was Kai. So to kind of just toss him to the curb and say, see ya, like, this is my new purpose. To me, it was just like, how can you really love someone if you're just like, can say goodbye that easily? I don't know. I... I and I I fully fault her for it because I think that Kai again Kai believes in Kasha. She's all he has and Kasha has all of these other options and I don't know. I just I didn't like that. Well, okay, there's something that you skipped over that I think is super important. But I do agree with what you just said. Well, please uh please highlight what I missed. Okay. So, the Rising says they're going to use her society data to determine her placement. And, to me, that was so suspicious. Like, they do the exact same thing as the society. They sort you, they categorize you, they collect your data, and they analyze it to their maximum efficiency. And then, when Kai gets there, he's like, there are similar rules to the society, there's similar sort of procedures, you still kind of have to follow the steps... And didn't you feel like that was a red flag? Like, did you notice that? Oh, yeah, for sure. I definitely noticed it. Like, it, you know what it felt like to me? Since we're making, we're just making continuous other dystopian uh, illusions. Not allegories, illusions. Is it felt like District 13 to me. You know how at the end of the Hunger Games, Katniss is like, District 13 is just as bad or could be as bad or bad in a different way than the capital, and this is kind of what it feels like to me, is like, this is, the rising is, maybe their heart is in a good place, but the way they're operating is just as awful as a society, and that's also not good. Oh, for sure, which again is where I say, like, I am 100% Team Kai, I trust Kai's judgment the most, because I do think that he will be right in the end, that they probably shouldn't trust the rising, and some of the things they're doing are sketchy, so I do think that, it might not play out the same as, like, the Hunger Games where they're, like, totally evil or, like, the leader specifically is evil, whatever. But, 
yes, that is why, again, I totally agree with Kai. And I do think Cash is almost coming from, like, a naive perspective. And, like, possibly Xander, too. Because, again, I mean, like, we don't know as much about Xander. We mainly obviously know what Cash's life because we've gone from her perspective. So I can't 100% speak on Xander. But, like, they've grown up in the society living a privileged life, getting all of the benefits you get of being a citizen of the society. And, like, Kai and, like, Inthi, for example, have seen, like, the actual real negatives and, like, also suffered consequences of, like, losing family members and things. And so, I don't know, that... I mean, I'll get into it in a second after Charles says one last thing about fully my thoughts, like, on this, like, love triangle between Kasha, Kai, and Xander. Yeah. Well, if we're going to stick with the Hunger Games and District 3 illusion, I also think there's a very real chance that, like, if my theory is correct, that the rising is not going to be all good, then that and Xander becomes a super loyalist to the Rising, it'll be very much like the Hunger Games, and that Gale is kind of stuck in this like rage cycle, in this vengeance, in this, you know, for the greater good, very Alma Coin esque philosophy. And again, those are big ifs. One, that it's gonna be like District 13, and two, that Xander is gonna be like loyal to the Rising rather than the cause. But it, the parallels are there so far, and that would also make, if there is, heaven forbid, a love triangle, like, Kai's devotion to, like, change and to, like, being with the right people is more noble than if Xander's just like, I want to join the rebellion because, like, it's fun, you know? I think that would be also really interesting because it is, like, the opposite of in the Hunger Games where, like, Gale suffered alongside Katniss, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Their motivations to join would be opposite, but their results would be... Well, anyway, we're just going to look for it because I'm seeing parallel potential, and it's just something to look out for. But I'm with you. I agree that I think she should be with Kai. Like, I think Kai and Kasha so far still have the most chemistry, they, of course, get separated by the Rising. So now she's in Central working as a spy, and she's almost definitely meeting up with Xander because they're both people in the Rising. Also, like you even just said, it would be interesting if that is what happens. Like, what would be Xander's motivation for feeling so strongly about being a part of the Rising? Like, did they do something to him or his family that, like, actually directly affected him, or he just feels that strongly about it, like, morally? Like, he has that moral compass kind of thing. I think that would be interesting to explore also. But... For me to go on a little uh, rant really quick or just kind of just kind of say where I'm at right now with how I feel about the love triangle. So even though Xander is in the rising and like, I guess maybe that's like the most important thing to Kasha right now, which to me, I mean, now Kai's joined. So that obviously shouldn't really make a difference, but I would just, yeah, I will be really disappointed if she ends up choosing to be with Xander because like we just talked about the Hunger Games Xander is like Gale, and I am seeing the potential, and I'm hoping for it because I want her to be with Kai, that his beliefs will become too extreme, and Kai will ultimately come out to be the right choice, like PETA. And also, Kai to me is just like a much more interesting character. Like, either way, like at this point in time, I think Kai is 
this superior character. I mean, also in this book, we got from his perspective, so we're just getting to learn so much more about him. But, you know, he's actually lived and survived trauma. And also, on top of all that, he's literally an artist. He's painting on cave walls. He knows how to write cursive. Like, Xander doesn't know how to do any of that and has never actually created anything. So right there, Kai is a much more interesting person. But... That's an excellent point. That's an excellent that point. He is, is that a creator, is, and Xander is not. Kai is new age. Yeah, because he's actually, like, changing the society by creating By creating art. things. Like, to me, which, like, I don't, again, we don't know exactly what Xander's going to stand for. We'll get it, I'm assuming, in the next book. But, like, Kai, to me, would bring in us, like you just said, into a new age of, like, going back to people being able to create, thing, create things and have the freedom to make their own choices. Whereas, we don't know what Xander's doing yet. But I will say, again, why I'm more worried with this, like, series is, again, where, like, the perspectives are flipped. Kasha does have more in common with Xander, and also specifically, unlike in The Hunger Games, where Katniss and Gale lived, like, underprivileged lives, and Peeta had, like, a slightly better life. I mean, not that much better, but, like, a little bit better. He still lived with them in District 12, but, like, they weren't starving, Kasha and Xander come from more of that privileged life, and Kai is the odd one out, being more, like, removed from society. So Kasha could end up realizing that, like, she can't handle Kai's baggage, or, like, they don't have enough in common. And to me, that would be totally heartbreaking, and just, like, I don't know, I would dislike that a lot. And... I know, I know. It'll be interesting to see, because... Yeah, it's basically going to depend on what how Xander acts. Yeah, and also, since, again, we keep comparing this to The Hunger Games, I also think, like, Kasha also almost has kind of, like, a savior complex for Kai. Like, I feel like her motivation ultimately for joining the Rising and stuff is because, or at least initially, like, I don't, I think it evolved, but I think her initial thing is, like, she realizes what's wrong with the society because of Kai, and even her, like, how Kai gets upset with her about how she sorted him. Like, she sorted him to try to save him. And again, it's, like, that power dynamic in that her and Kai are, like, not equal in any way or alike. And this has been pointed out multiple times. Like, when, during the section of the reading, they find in the, the cavern. Is that what it's called? The cavern. They find, like, a cave. Carving. Oh, see, I made that up. The carving, <laughs> they find a cave that the society has that has, like, a bunch of tissue samples, tubes with tissue samples, which shows that, like, we talked about in the first book how when you die at 80, they take your tissue sample. Well, not everybody gets to, but select people get your tissue sample taken so that if the society is able to create a way to bring people back to life, like, you could possibly come back to life. But in this cave, they find that they have tubes for everyone. So they've been taking tissue samples from when you were, like, a child so that everybody probably basically has the opportunity to be, like, reborn, I guess, like, if they discover the science for that, if they allow that to happen, I guess. And Kai is like, I'm not here. He's an aberration. He doesn't get one. And so I feel like it's just there's, like, constant instances where it's pointed out how, like, they're totally different i mean just like again we're now we're assuming if kasha is not immune to the tablets but kai is i mean xander is also immune which i think is also weird but i don't know just for them to end up together they would just it seems like they would have to overcome a lot of differences and i also mainly think this falls on kasha because again i feel like she's the one who will be giving up more whereas again kai to me has nothing 
and Kasha is everything to him, whereas Kasha has other things. So. That's true. I do think that Kasha does have interest in joining the Rising, not just because of Kai. I think a lot of it, it was less emphasized in this book, but I do think that, like, her relationship with her grandfather... No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her grandfather's, like, seeds of rebellion probably predispose her to it. I agree I with you, obviously. I think that the like, grandfather giving her, the poems was kind of, like, the seeds, and then Kai telling her his, like, the pieces of his story kind of, like, watered the seeds to, like, actually make her grow to want to do it. Like, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, but I agree. She definitely, she has more to lose because she just has more stuff, period, in the first place. So it will be interesting to see in the final book what happens. And we also have not really heard from Xander at all very much in the series. So yeah, so maybe we'll, maybe we'll get a Xander perspective next book. And then we will. I'll like him. We will get Xander book chapters in the next book. Is it all three of them? I don't know. I just know as I was dividing the chapters that I saw Xander chapters, so. Well, we shall see, I guess. Yeah, we'll see next week because we're going to be reading the first half of the last book, Reached. So it's chapters 1 through 32, so if you read along with us, go ahead and read those 32 chapters. And if you have any predictions, theories, or questions, or you want to tell us if you're Team Kai or Team Xander, remember that you can stay in touch with us about anything on the Nerd Party website. Just head over to nerdparty.com contact and select throwback paperback. You can send us an email there and get in touch with the network on Twitter at joinnerdparty or on Instagram at thenerdparty or facebook.com slash thenerdparty. And to find me, I'm at asiabonia on TikTok and at asia.bonia on Instagram. And I'm at Seashells on Instagram. If you enjoy our show, make sure you rate and review it. Share it with your friends, your libraries. I don't know. Anyone you want to share it with. And check out the other podcasts we have within our Nerd Party family on the Nerd Party Network. And subscribe to our show so you don't miss us next week. Yes, hit that subscribe button. And as always, have a good one. We will see you next week. Join the revolution. Join the nerd party.